Hello there. Welcome to Shallow Waters. Let's get into this. So, there's been another recent shooting, if you didn't already know, uh, about a man, Rayshard Brooks, killed by police in a Wendy's parking lot because he was drunk and he fell asleep. <laughs> he parked in the Wendy's parking lot, fell asleep. Cops came, decided they were going to do the breathalyzer test, and I'm all, I'm all for it, you know. I, I even watched the, the the body cam and I realized, you know, they tried. I'll give them that. The police tried. The man was just drunk, you know. It, it happens. It happens a lot, you know. I All my time in EMS, I've seen plenty of drunk people, you know, just kind of be out of it. It's understandable. I get it's a frustrating situation to deal with as well when you're the sober one. I get it. However... The thing that gets me, and the thing that I just cannot abide by, is they shoot this man in the back and kill him. And what a lot of people are trying to say is that it was justified, right? Because he was a drunk driver, he could have killed somebody, um, and that he did steal a taser from one of the two police officers that were there. And that's the part right there that, that gets me and just completely shuts me off. If you don't know already, I do not believe what the fuck ever that a police officer should be allowed to kill a man, woman, child, etc. that poses no imminent threat to them. That meaning if I stole a taser from you and took off running, I like I wouldn't be a threat to you anymore. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be a problem, a life or threat issue to you anymore. Why are we justifying and allowing the shooting? I mean, we're here justifying a shooting that. <clears throat> If you look at it, if you look at it from any way that's just logical, right? Guy's running away from you. He's done nothing violent. He's drunk. Yes, it's a felony. However, or the DUI is a felony. I understand that. But my own personal bias aside of if you're drunk and you pull over to go to sleep you don't really pose a threat to nobody. Let the guy sleep it off, right? Uh, I am all for that, but my own personal bias aside, the guy is not in his car anymore. He has one taser that's gonna fire off one charge, and there's two armed officers, two you would hope to be able-bodied officers that could stop this man, chase him down, or tackle him to the ground, and then, you know, handcuff him. Like, I get it. You're frustrated. It's late. You don't want to be at the call anyway. So you shoot him. Hey, where does that make sense? You you weren't in danger anymore. You weren't threatened anymore. This presumably drunk man was no longer a threat to you. He was fleeing for his life. I mean, he was drunk, yeah. But he's still fleeing, fleeing for his life. He... He was scared. I mean, there's a whole situation of the whole PTSD with cops, with blacks in America, 
and with a lot of other people in America as well, if you want to just throw it out there. But especially with black men and women, we, a lot of us don't really have such a good relationship with our boys in blue and our ladies in blue, etc., etc. And it's understandable. That aside, the thing that gets me is that people are justifying it. People are coming forward and saying he deserved it because he stole the taser. He deserved it because he started fighting with them. He deserved it. He deserved it. He deserved it. But you can Google right now. Cops arresting violent man, woman, child, and nobody gets shot. Right. People can have absolute full fist fights with cops and still get arrested without dying. This man's potential DUI and this man's potential uh, trying to evade, you know, arrest and this man's potential fighting, harming an officer is washed clean because in this country we're allowing police officers to murder indiscriminately and write it off in reports. Now let me say this too. Police officers do have a stressful job. I will admit that 100% of the time. That also being said, you are absolutely held to an, a higher standard than a, than a normal civilian. Every EMS fire cop service is. If a firefighter showed up to the scene, saw a giant fire, and started losing his fucking mind, I'm pretty sure that the public would be all over that. Or if a fire, or if a EMT came up and came up to a scene and just pushed the wrong medications and was just lively and way too fucking much for the scene and just fucked up big time, people would be against that too. So. Cops like to act like they're the only ones that are in the public eye receiving scrutiny. But there's two other services that are pretty much brothers in arms with you that we have no weapons and we're going to crack dens too. We're going to shady parts of town as well, you know. We called y'all for backup plenty of times and appreciated it almost every time unless you got into your ego and body slammed my patient. But, you know, whatever. And that's a joke. It's not whatever. It's a fucking travesty. And even then, under all the scrutiny that we can get on the ambulance, that firefighters can get on the truck, uh, we, we don't really buckle under that, right? You know? So, I know it was kind of off topic, but I'll, I'm rolling back to it, I promise. What's getting me is that all these people are justifying it, right? They're using whatever they can use to justify the death of a man who didn't need to die. Did he do something wrong, potentially? Absolutely. A hundred percent. You don't steal a taser from a cop, right? Like, that is an arrestable offense. I get it. You can have that. I'll let you have it. Because it's not okay to take it away. Like, that is just illegal. I got it. Everybody gets it. The thing that fucks everybody up is that this man just got killed. Another man, another black man got killed indiscriminately again. And once again, we're on Facebook, we're on social medias, 
watching people fish and justify the death of a human being that looks a lot like us. He may not look exactly like us. He may be a couple shades darker than me, a couple shades lighter than another, but he looks like us. He looks like our dads, our uncles, our brothers, our cousins. He looks like us. And once again, we're watching America decide they want to just let the cops be the judge, the jury, and the executioners again. The thing that really got me this time, though, was that now people are starting to share around... Uh, I don't know who, if anybody's familiar with the Hodge twins. You probably are now after, you know, after this incident. They put out a video uh, called Blue Lives Matter. And they're basically knocking on this dude, right? They're saying he was drunk. He, he, those kind of people kill people all the time. Yada, 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 yada. And they're okay with it, right? The thing that gets me is that uh, that insight is dangerous. Because they're two black men parroting and echoing what a lot of racist white people think already. And they're parroting it and they're echoing it and they're allowing these people to have their viewpoints spewed through the mouths and the bodies and the souls of people who look like me and you, which justifies it to them. To them, this is a justification because another black person is speaking on black issues and to them they're seeing well why can't every black person be like y'all why can't every black why can't they all be good negroes like you right that's all it's all coming down to it's all coming down to the fact that they're being heralded as these good negroes who always speak up to uh, always speak up on the side of uh, what a majority of you know white people will think they did the same with the protests and the riots, and uh, they're always attacking the left. And don't get me wrong, I don't give two shits about the left or the right. I think the dual party system's fucking stupid in the first place. However, their politics are echoed by the likes of Fox News and CNN and other super racist media outlets that literally not many black people actually give credence to. But it's always those kind of voices that are just pushed to the top because they're voices that are parroting those kind of fucking ideas and ideologies, but they're coming from somebody who looks like us, which makes them happy, which gives them credence, which gives them evidence to do it. And <laughs> that's the reason why, I, I mean, earlier today, I was losing my mind hearing about this incident I was mad I was upset I was angry because if you're not black in America right now let me just explain to you what our, our constant uh, situation has been and is every time situations and uprisings like these happen so imagine being black right imagine being black and knowing that you have to go into a job that is more than likely going to be filled with people that you have no way to really know or read how they're going to react to you that day. Uh, my personal experience, I go see patients all day. I see them in their own homes. And every day I have to walk into people's homes and act like the internet isn't full of people who would immediately justify 
my death by the hands of a police officer at all. Like they, they would just they would try to find a way to justify it, no matter what I did or did not do. And I don't think you quite understand the psychological effects that has on the black community as a whole, because we're all subject to this. Every single one of us is subject to feeling like this. And I don't know if I'm going to enter the home of somebody who feels like black people deserve death by the hands of officers, or if I'm going to enter the home of somebody who's just an empathetic, normal ass human being who understands that due process needs to happen. And I think a lot of people search so hard to hide their own racism. That whenever people, black people, like Candace Owens, fucking bitch, and the Hodge twins speak up and speak out with their views, it gives them such good internal clarification of, I'm not the bad person. Look, other Negroes agree with me. And that's what it feels like. It feels like you're not only fighting a war as a black person, you're not only fighting a war against like a racist system that literally has historical setup to be the way it is now, but you're also fighting the effects of the system that was set up to be the way it is now within your own people, right? Uh, you're fighting the you're fighting against not only white people who don't think you're real people, or you're fighting against black people who think that well. I got where I'm at by working hard and doing right. But what a lot of those people fail to realize is a lot of those guys got where they are by working hard and doing right in small podunk towns where all they had to do was shut up and not really mention racism because they probably didn't know no fucking better for the longest of times. That's just my own thought on it. Either way, it's all I really want to talk about today. Uh, there will be more episodes coming with... Uh, more people than myself, but I just had to speak on this and I don't know how it's gonna sound yet I haven't listened to it. Obviously. I feel like I've been rambling and ranting, but it, I feel like it also needed to happen See y'all next time <laughs>